that a lot of you have been introduced to Zen bitch slap or just extremely bored, one or the other, but I'm going to assume the first one, Zen bitch slap. And so if you've heard the talks, I hope you uh, have a sense of the distinction we're trying to emphasize. And that is this little conundrum that if you start uh, unknowingly, even though you feel like something other than the body, every feeling about what you are is framed as a body, yeah? And so starting from there, if you, re if you have a realization that the body is the obscuring factor, and then you decide to join a group and we chant, I'm not a body for three hours or 12, three days or whatever, it's a perfect illustration of what we're talking about because the identification as the body will be the assumed chanter of not being a body, you see? So in a way you can't go anywhere and actually chanting that you're not a body is reinforcing the idea of the body. And so a lot of people are very, very direct and they'll say there's, there's no you, there's no body, there's nothing like that, which is true, but what's hearing it takes itself to be a body, yeah? So it, it neuters the message. The message doesn't get through because the message is you're not a body, which is true, but what's hearing it is a program uh, pictured as a body. And without noticing that, you may believe that you're hearing it from your authentic self or whatever, spirit or whatever, but you're not. Yeah, that mental state is claiming it and is framing or catching the message as a body. Yeah. So or you can hear that you're not the doer, but you're hearing it from the framing of being a doer. Yeah. You see the dilemma there? It doesn't work because it immediately runs into like a roadblock. Yeah, because you're wanting to, to, when you're trying to entertain the fact, it may really resonate that you are not the doer, but it's being in, entertained by the doer. Yeah. And so the only way the doer can see it's not a doer is by doing itself out of the doer. Yeah in a weird way, yeah? So what's being uh, negated by you're, you're not the doer is by what, how it's heard is being, it's reinforcing the exact negation, but in a weird way, yeah? So you're reinforcing that which you would like to destroy in a sense. Yeah, the idea of being the doer. So Ramana has it so perfectly in a lot of his, and actually better than the way I say it, but I don't have any more books. I can't go back to different ways he said it. But the one that I got stuck with came out of a little booklet called Erase the Ego. I got when I was in India, like 2001. And on, on this one page, he says something that I saw in other writings about his teachings. And it was this idea of a presupposing and it's very important, the, the use of the words, yeah? A presupposing of a non-existent thing. What is being supposed of that non-existent thing? That it exists, yeah? 
that it, that it exists independent inherently of its own juice, yeah? The sense of self to me is a feeling of being a long lasting, independent, separate entity, a thing, yeah? So there's a presupposing that the non-existent thing, the body, is an existing thing. And then wanting to get salvation for the existent thing when the salvation would be from the existent thing, really. Because, and the salvation from the existent thing is inherently available because it's a non-existent thing. Yeah? So the one requirement we have on salvation is from it, let's say, but if it's from a non-existent thing, then the salvation is readily available at all times with no requirement to meet it because the only block was a non-existent thing. <laughs> so it goes, all right, so there's, a pre and so the presupposing is trippy because, and you know, it doesn't, it doesn't, you don't need to see it, but it, it's fun to me. Yeah, because you may not have the eyes to see it. So we'll, we'll make some glasses for you. So you'll see it as if you had the eyes to see it. Yeah. That's what an understanding can be helpful around, yeah? You can sort of be like an optometrist and make a certain pair of glasses that will, that will be able to see the duality, and then you'll have a whack of the non-duality, yes? You'll see duality, and then you'll see the negation of that, which is non-duality, really, yeah? So we're just trying to do some, we're grinding the lenses, yeah? Yeah, it's not a bifocal, it's a unifocal. Yeah, <laughs> it's here, not here. But we're grinding it in. And so this, uh, this presupposing, supposing means just like my, you know, Amelia and I, we assume a lot of stores are open when they're not open. So we don't call the store, we just drive down there, assuming it's open, and then we're surprised when it's not open. Now the kids... Amelia's kids aren't because they've gone through this about 30 times when their mom assumes something is open, like the pool and it isn't open. But you know what I mean? So, so there's an assuming or a supposing of something. Yes? So in this moment, there is something that arises in time that claims what's happening. And it uses that claiming of what's happening to suppose or imply it's happening to someone or someone is doing the happening, yes? And so the presupposing, the supposing comes after the contact. So consciousness is in contact, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, all this stuff. And then as that contact occurs, the mental state arises after, 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 and then claims that which has been in contact through consciousness to imply or to suppose or to presuppose that what is conscious is the thing, yeah? The non-existent thing that's assumed to be existing. So, and so the thing, the idea of being the thing is a product of the claiming of what's happening, yeah? And then when it happens, it's presupposed to be before, what's happening and therefore it sees itself it doesn't see itself it's a 
it believes that it's before everything. So either shit's happening to it or it's doing the shit, yeah? So it's now in a position of ownership of shit it has nothing to do with. Yeah, you could see how this could go off the rails pretty easy. And while it's off the rails, its attempts to get back on the rails is a bigger off the rails. See, this is the little dilemma. If you try to get out of a non-existent thing, you're giving it an existence it doesn't have, yeah? See, the power that we represent, you can't take it out of the equation. It's in the equation, yeah? So when we're, we are reality, and when reality takes something that's unreal to be real, it's wanting to get out of it is giving it more reality than the fucking thing deserves, yeah? So the greatest way to es an escape an imaginary place is seeing that it's imaginary. There's no need to escape. That's the escape, yeah? <laughs> that's the message so the message is if those statements imply a sort of taste yeah or a feeling or an intimacy I hope uh, that what you are knows yeah and then what you do is through talks you give warnings of how what you're not will regroup and how what you're not will keep on claiming, even though you thought it got the knockout punch, it immediately resurrects from the being on the, on the, on the ring mat and then it, it's on again, yeah? Yeah, so the idea, because, and the funny thing is, it always seems to be able to rebound as long as you are there. <laughs> so you have something to do with it, definitely. <laughs> literally so you want to knock that thing out but you want to be there to, to enjoy the knockout that's not knocking it out yeah <laughs> it's playing both it's playing george foreman and muhammad ali and the referee yeah any position in the ring is not it yeah, any position it's not it that's the beauty of seeing what you're not yeah <laughs> whatever position coagulates you, you can be sure you're not that. That's, that's just like the golden rule. You can be sure you're not that. There's not one moment you're going to crystallize and stabilize and take on a physicality and be all that there is. It's not going to happen. So. <laughs> so the message is simple. All right, what I, what I found, what I saw, was the speed of the mental states claiming. And I, by looking at it, I realized there's no process in, that we could do in the world in time that's gonna beat that process, yeah? So I found you're not gonna meditate yourself out of the meditator, the sense of being the meditator. It's not, I don't think it can happen, yeah? Because the sense of being the meditators produced so quick much quicker than all the hours of meditation, yeah? So when you're, by, you're not, your ass isn't even on the cushion and there's a pre-assumption that it's you sitting there to meditate. Yes, there is. It's pretty damn fast. So basically, you're, you're, you're at a, you're at a, uh, 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 u
it wouldn't take it doesn't take 13 hours to reach you <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't take a contrived circumstance and situation in three weeks of lousy food and terrible accommodations unless you're in like some of the places i went to we used to call them the upper middle way they were very high end very nice like a vacation spot called the retreat but let's say a retreat in thailand and shit you're getting like a soup once a day no one talks english you're there 13 hours kids are throwing rocks on your little kuti your little room there's no peace at all in the temple there's dogs every time any bell rings the dogs go off like moaning like from hell there's airplanes flying over it's like there's basically no external peace <laughs> how could you why would it take so long to arrive at where you already are if you've come to a non-duality you must believe or have a sense of something rings true with those statements that you are what you're looking for yeah you must or you you're barking up the wrong tree with non-duality yeah or the seeker is the sort, or you heard something from, uh, from Huang Po and he just threw out a little line that you skimmed over, but you've gone back to, and it's like whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. What? That just, that just negated the whole narration that I've been listening to for 60 something years, because the narration is the body it's picturing itself as is what's perceiving. Yet it was just cut completely off. It wasn't like, all right, we're going to have to go in that narration and cut out the bad, emphasize the good, only remember nice memories, forget about the traumas, all this bullshit. He just cut it off with the whole, with like a, just one little machete swing. Whatever can be perceived can't be perceiving. <laughs> yeah. Now that, if, if something like that, like that, triggers a response in you you're you're open to non-duality in a sense because non-duality is before the first moment of a spiritual journey it's before that yeah and the first step in time of a spiritual journey is just an obscuring agent to you are what you're looking for yeah if you are what you're looking for then looking for it would obviously not work yes Yes, it wasn't like the line wasn't you are what you're looking for and get looking for it. You know, it wasn't like a command, get looking for it. It says what's looking is what you're looking for. So end of the looking for, because what you're looking for is what's looking. Yeah, so why would you want to use what you're looking for to find what you're looking for? Yeah, why? It makes no sense if you are that. If you don't believe it, then it makes total sense. I'm going to concentrate and focus and just try to block out. I'm just striving to get to that, that Buddha field of no thought. Yeah. Though that's a thought in and of itself. But let's forget that. So we're going to do this. That's fine and dandy. But if you slip the message of non-duality, and that that's like you slip on that little idea basically your journey has gone is 
the spiritual journey is going to be disrupted, obviously, because that gets put into question immediately. Yeah, you go, wait a minute. If I, if I try to build a raft, a spiritual raft, to arrive at the other shore, yeah? And then when I arrive at the other shore, on having never left, why do I need to build a raft? Yeah, why? I built the raft because I thought I was somewhere and I needed to go across something to get to where I wanted to go. But if I make it over to the other shore, I immediately have the realization on having never left. That's how I arrived at the other shore. Yeah, so basically, is the raft needed, really? <laughs> I, just, I just don't see the value in it anymore because the other shore is right where I am. So I left one shore to get to the other shore and the shore I wanted to arrive at was, was whatever shore I was at, yeah? So you must be what you're looking for, not the shore, yeah? So arriving somewhere and having the vehicles arrive to arrive somewhere, the idea of that gets muted when you are already there, yeah? Why would I call up an Uber to get a ride to my own house when I'm in the house? Yeah, it would make no sense. Now it makes a lot of sense if I really believe I'm in a house, but it's not really my house. I thought if it was my house, everything would be great. I'd be totally stabilized. Nothing would ever bother me in my house. So I'm gonna call up the spiritual Uber to find you know, take me to my house, which is just a freaking another conceptual fairyland, yeah? And in fact, right where you are is right where it is. Yeah. If not, that's not that's not non-duality. Yeah. Non-duality is just a negation of what can what a negation of the dualistic system that leads us to believe that we are not where we are. It leads us to believe that we've been displaced and we have to return from the source that somehow we broke away from and maybe feel terrible about it or feel like something did that, yeah? And therefore, we wanna have that reunion with that. That's not, non that's not the message, yeah? I had this thing we were sharing it a couple weeks ago. It was, in, it was in Oz, it was in Byron Bay. I picked up some hitchhiker and she told me about this event that was gonna happen. I liked the lady, so I said, oh, talk to me more. She showed me a brochure, and that's the first time I saw the statement from St. Francis, what's looking is what you're looking for. So I went and I talked to the people and I signed up. And the next day I was in a group of like uh, 150 people with all these people serving that I didn't know any of them. They were all, they were all Rajneesh people, Osho people. So I stayed there the eight days. And every day, they, they'd have this event that would produce cathartic events, yeah? They'd have music playing. They'd have these people all around the walls, not saying anything, just holding the space, which was very cool. And they had mattresses, and everything would be going off, crying, going through, you know, cathartic events. And so one of the cathartic events that occurred with me is I started crying, uh, just unbelievable, and I kept saying, I can, I can't, I can never get back. I can never get back. 
I can never get back, yeah? Oh, I can never get back. Like something, I've been separated from source and I can never get back, yeah? And it was super sweet and everyone looked at me as, oh, what a wonderful fucking realization this guy's having. Let's take him, let's put him in the first place, you know? And yet, in, a couple years later, I realized why I can never get back because I never left, yeah? Now, the realization I never left wasn't that romantic. It wasn't that exciting. I couldn't write blogs about it, yeah? I, I wouldn't look great with my, with my, my community. Oh, I finally returned to where I thought I could never get back to. I never left. <laughs> Let's move on from that. I never left. What? Yeah. That's why I can't get back. I can't get back because I never left. This is what we hope to sort of convey in these talks, yeah? If it works for you, it's not just, hopefully it doesn't work for you, really. Hopefully it reveals all of your ways of trying to get it fail, yeah? Like left with your own devices, hopefully you'll see they're not your devices. But if you fervently don't believe this, why stick with it, yeah? Why stick in non-duality? Non-duality isn't to make it, make you bummed out and a fucking a nihilist or an ex, just, you know, fucking. If it that's the mental state using it and turning it into something, non-duality is nothing. It's a fact. Yeah, you can arrive at it by seeing what isn't a fact that was assumed to be one. Really, yeah. So it seems like you go into duality and then arrive at non-duality, but when you arrive there, it's totally clear you had never left, never left ever, yeah? It is, it's totally clear you have never left. So the whole believing in what we believe in is imaginary, it's seemingly so, it's appearing to be true to us, yeah? It doesn't have a lick of truth in it at all. It appears to be true to us, yeah? And its appearance, has to, there's a lot of huffing and puffing to keep blowing up this fucking plastic doll all day. A lot of huffing and puffing, and we don't even have enough breath to get past like 90 years, yeah? It's gonna exhaust and just collect the whole, the whole little action figure doll is just gonna shrivel up because there'll be no more breath given to it, yeah? And it'll be like nothing ever happened, really. It'll be like nothing ever happened, just like when you go to sleep tonight, It'll be like nothing ever fucking happened, yeah? Just like two days ago seems like it never happened. Like five minutes ago seems like it never happened, yes? And definitely next week definitely doesn't seem like it's happening. Yeah? So basically, this <laughs> we're putting like tails on imaginary comets, yeah? Just find putting on tails through imaginary comets. We're the space it's all fucking firing in. We are that. We're the screen that allows any kind of movie to be played on it, yet it's never affected by any of the movies. It's not crying. Well, first of all, if it had a romantic comedy, it would never be provoked to laugh anyway. They all suck, usually. They're not funny, usually. <laughs> but, I mean, let's say an army movie would blow holes in the... But the screen doesn't get blown up, does it? A really tearjerker, the screen isn't wet, is it? Yet without the screen, how would the movie appear? How would it appear without the screen? 
without the light of our mind dreaming, how could this be projected? Yeah? As the Course in Miracles says, it's projection, not perception. Perception is the secondary effect. It's projection first. That's dreaming. And then there's a perceiving of the dreaming from a, from a dreamt. Yes? An identification as the body. And because this believes it's real, it gives reality to the projection. But it's dreaming. It's dreaming, dreaming, dreaming. It's a projection of mind. Yes? And then that mind, to live in the dreaming, has to become I seemingly identified as a body or a dreamt. And then it sees the dream it's having as as real as real can be. Yeah. Thank God it gets a break every night and goes into another crazy realm of dreaming. And then comes back to your wake dream and thinks it's real again. Yeah. But there's so many holes you see through, don't, aren't, don't you? Really? How can something that you, you christened as the worst thing that ever happened to you in a few years can be seen as the best thing that happened to you. You see that there is no inherent meaning to anything other than what's given it, right? You do. I mean, we're not two levels of below a coconut. We can observe what's going on. We can observe that time seems to go really slow when I'm doing something I suck, I hate, yeah? If I'm surfing or something, it goes super fast. What do you think, time speeds up just you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's part of the dreaming, yeah? It's like slowing down the wheels so there can be exquisite suffering about being stuck somewhere that you don't want to be stuck in for eight more hours, yeah? Or speeding up the wheels so that you can forget a miracle in a half an hour and then just remember resentment of 40 years, yes? It's, it's kaleidoscopic, and what's dreaming is unbelievable. So basically, it seems as real as real can be, but it seems as real as real can be. It's not as real as real can be. We are as real as real can be. We, not the body, but what we are, yeah? So reality can make things seem to be real, yeah? But it, they, it, they can never be real because there's only reality, yes? And reality is not of two, it's not of one, it just is. So I hope in a way, if you've been following us for years, uh, why? <laughs> no, no. I hope, uh, I hope uh, at least the, the direction we're attempting communicating, attempting to communicate has been set. Like the horse in front of the car, yeah? Just a certain sense of what we are is of a timeless nature and what we are not is of a mental nature, yeah? A time-based nature. So what we are is always prior to what we're not, yeah? There's no what you're not when it's presupposed to be before, it, it, doesn't, it is not before. It's just presupposed to be before. We are always the before, always. Nothing comes before us. We are always the before. So whatever you see, whatever formulates or coagulates as a stable idea or image is not you. It's just that simple, yeah? 
And why would you want to spend any more time trying to convince not you that it's not you? Yeah, just see it from what you are. You don't need to convince what you're not. What you're not is of limiting, limited understanding. What you're not is already got a pre-formatted package. What you're not has ceilings. It can't go some places. It can't. Yeah. It's quite limited because it's constructed of time and of things. So anytime it thinks of no time and no thing, it's framed as in time and thing. It can't help itself. Yeah. It sees everything from its own system. It can't help itself. And it's not going to go against the primary programming. It truly believes it can get out of this self. Self believes it can get out of self. It has objectified what we're calling self, and it believes as a subject it's going to leave it. Yeah? It's impossible. Self can't get out of self. To waste time trying to convince it that it can't doesn't go anywhere. It's going to keep on trying. It's going to, if it runs into a wall and it says it completely super clear in like 80 different languages, self can't get out of self. It's going to pull back, just get in another vehicle and ram in again. And it's going to pull back and it's just keep going to go. Yeah. So why can't self get out of self? First of all, there isn't one. Yeah. It's, that's why. Yeah. In this dualistic world, there needs to be an in to get out of. If there's no in, you can't get out. Yeah. I tried. I tried with drugs. And I mean I gave it a damn good shot. I try to get what I try to get what I called in. I try to get out of there constantly. And I was always super pissed. It never seemed to work. I didn't realize I can't get in. I can't get out of what I'm not in. I didn't realize it until I did. Yeah. And we're just trying to share it. It's such a beautiful, seamless, it really is. Then, yeah. So, all right. I think, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, let's uh, go. Let's go to the. Uh, the Hollywood Squares. Uh, let's see. Uh, we have a where uh, the first the first uh, thing is to Jane. Jane, who starred in the famous science fiction movie from two thousand one? Uh, a little hint. I'll be back. No. <laughs> and the Terminator. Yes. Oh, whatever. All right. So let's go. There's a question. Yeah. Mary's first. Go ahead, Mary. Mary's but then Mary shall be last. <laughs> the first shall be last. Hi, Paul. Hey, Mary. Oh, Paul. Um, yeah, I've been sober 30 years and doing the course for like 15 with great, <laughs> great uh, commitment and desperation huh? uh, and I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm so my question is like I, 
I, there's, I, I, there's got to be a part of me that gets it. Yeah? Like I, I, I feel that resonance with what you're saying. And, and it aligns with the Course and oh, so many of the teachings that I, that I um, am drawn to. But well, I go. guess, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. I just wanted to find you where I just found it. Yeah. But it's like when you say, just see what you're not. Yes. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if what's seen what I'm not is what I'm not also. Like, can well, I trust? You it, yes, you just caught its second appearance. That's great. What, okay. Yeah, so it's usually a big deal to see it the first appearance, but then they don't realize the second appearance is also so. So now mm. you've seen the second ring. That's pretty good. Just keep going. Keep going. So when you talk about like downloads, yeah? So I, yeah. I'm, I know, I, I know that some there's downloads, um, in this like, anyway, whatever. Um, I trust that. Uh, but then there'll be these big backlashes or maybe that's again, that's, yeah, it's like, Jesus, my body is just aching all the time. And, mm, yeah, like a lot of, uh, just maybe a backlash to the downloads. Yeah, well, one system doesn't like to be showed up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a good sign in a way, because when it's comfortable, yeah, mm -hmm. that's when it, that's, it, that's when it has you totally blanketed, really. So it's when something starts to occur to irritate it, then... You can see it, yeah? So you never will see that second. It's, there's not a second, but let me just share it that way. So then you recognize the camera has went back a little bit, and you see the self, yeah? Yes? And then there's a sudden, there's a certain suspicion that what's claiming to see the self may be a self also. So now you've seen the second one. Without seeing the first one, the second one would never have shown up, yeah? Mm -hmm. This is the beauty of it. So the first one, you recognize it. it. It brings up the second one out of the weeds. Yeah? Yeah. So now you recognize that. Now the aperture opens up even more. Then you may see it arise again. Yeah? But this time, you usually see it as soon as it tries to put the suit on. Yeah? So you see the emperor with no clothes. Yeah? Now... There's no, it's not necessary to go through seeing it appear anymore. You've caught it in a sense, yeah? It's usually not gonna be caught in just recognizing the first self. The second one is pretty good, yeah? And then maybe for me it was about five or six of them, yeah? And then there was a uh, like a, a quantum leap or a, I like to use the hundredth monkey phenomenon story where something was gotten and then it just went big, mm -hmm. yeah? Mm -hmm. So there was no need to be looking and giving the next appearance a new number because it's all the same, like, smoke and mirror, really, yeah? But the funny thing is, without seeing the first one, 
the second one is not going to come up. You're not going to have any idea that it's cooking. Yeah. And of course, when the aperture opens, the system that likes the fixed aperture is probably going to throw a fit, you know? I mean, why, why wouldn't it? Yeah. It's not threatened by a lifelong spiritual process. It's threatened when it's when its own irrelevance is coming to, into the light yeah mm -hmm. when its imaginariness is started to be noticed that's a threat that's a huge threat to it yeah as long as you're busy trying to get out of it it's happy as hell because you've given it a reality it doesn't have yeah so it doesn't even care yeah there's 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 you've had all the, you've had all the studying already honey let yes. it all be together and let it let the spirit of it all take over now you don't need to help it you'll be just observing it you'll see it yeah and you'll see it and that that echo will have a very very a very uh heavy a nice thickness a nice sound like an unspoken yes yeah. reverberating yeah and yet you're on to something and I have faith in it I have so yeah don't try to you don't need this thing ignites itself your days of throwing a log on the fire are over yeah now just warm yourself at the fire thank you Paul. yeah yeah <laughs> thank you All right, Mike. Blue hand number two. Hey, put something under your feet because they give you a lot of practice. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, sorry. Yes, excited. <laughs> okay. I'm actually on a dead horse. On a dead horse that I got to get back on the saddle. Yeah, and muted, yes. Lucas. What? Hey, Paul. Lucas, I'm muted. Hi. Luca. Luca um, I want to ask you something about what you started the talk with. Um, I'm here. Can you see me? Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, you were speaking about the body, and um, I kind of get a sense from a lot of things that I've heard in terms of non duality that it's there's still like a hue in some of it. Of like more let's say traditional spirituality and what put me off that in the first place was um like years ago was this kind of um maybe like elevation of 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 the formless over the form as if to, it's like somehow yeah, better yeah. the whole you know when you when you say i've heard you say in talks also like there's no loving gaze here there are no flowers there's no stage <laughs> that kind of thing so the one thing I don't get um, in what I've heard you say is when you say like that the body is an obscuring agent, that kind of thing. Do you mean like the identification with it or to see it as like something like having an independent reality, that kind of thing? Is that what you? It's the identification with it, but it's not yeah. your identification with it. Mm -hmm. It's an identification with it yeah 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 so it's the 
and when there when there's a claiming of being the seer and the hearer and the feeler and the taster and the toucher which has nothing to do with the body it's framed as a body yeah see i don't care i have nothing about the body what i have is the idea that from doing the idea of a doer is extracted from seeing the idea of a seer is extracted from hearing the idea of a hearer and all of that is suddenly pictured as a body yeah so it's the body is given another role from the mental state's point of view yeah mm -hmm. yeah okay so the body as an action figure is fine and dandy to me the body as the doer the thinker the hearer the feeler the taster the touch of the smeller that doesn't work yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay, okay. the sense of self is not of the body. The sense of self comes from the claiming of doing, seeing, hearing, think, all that stuff. All those verbings that are life, yeah? The claiming of them to imply there's a noun, and then mm -hmm. the body is, is chosen in a weird way or becomes the symbol of that, yeah? So, like so the body is now... Yes, Sorry. It, it's... So it be, it's, it's been given a role of, let's say, being the center of the universe mm -hmm. when that's not, its, that's not its seat assignment, yeah? Okay. Yeah, so that's what I, uh, I'm attempting to. The body is, to me, is the accumulation of claiming pictured, yeah? Mm -hmm. Like the mental state uh, uh, gives... Uh, like uh, pins the attributes of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, thinking, all this onto the body, yeah? So yeah. it's making it something. The mental state is making it something other than what it is, yeah? Yeah, that's what I, li I, I like to see. The body is not, you know, the body is neutral, yes, in a way. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so, so yeah. Okay, thanks. But symbolizing, it's, it's how things, see, when, when you're remembered as a doer, you're pictured as a body, yeah? Yeah, sure. Like in the thought, in the memories. The memory, it's not remembering you as a body, it's really remembering you as the doer, the one who had the vacation, yes, the seer, the hearer, the feel, the taste, the toucher, but... All of that is represented with an image of a body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You see? So the body is sort of like the, the mental state puts a ton of weight on, into a half ton pickup. Yeah. It's too much for the apparatus to hold. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, how I see it. There's nothing. The body is not for or against anything. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a functioning, but there's been a lot of meaning given to it. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, Luca. Uh, I'm unmuting John now. Hey, Luca. Luca, are you from Italy? Um, he, my dad's Italian, my mom's German. Um, All right, where are you right now? I'm in England. 
Oh, in England. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Who's this crazy dude? Or, uh, Nico. Nico, the Zen, the Zen mother. All right. Who's the next one? John. Hi, Paul. Um, I'm um, in recovery, um, and I know that you're doing the other series of reflection, um, and I'm 10 months in, and it's been, um, you know, my, my recovery has been, my addiction took me to, I had a serious addiction, so I needed a serious program to kind of combat that, and um, my recovery is going incredibly well. And, and to me, in a sense, having the 12 steps, almost gives you an unfair advantage uh, in terms of understanding non-duality and understanding, you know, that sense of a higher power or something outside yourself. Um, I, I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts or comments. Um, so, you know, in addiction, it's about putting the substance in your body to change your mood and, you know, to escape from reality. Um, so I've been on, or, you know, the role of antidepressants, I guess, is also to change reality and um, so I, I, you know, I've had a period of seven years and, and I've just cut them down to zero now so I've had two weeks without any antidepressants and um, you know it's a really slow process to get them more to get off them um, and you know I guess my expectation was and it's come true is that uh, you know reality feels amazing and, uh, you know, it seems that antidepressants just puts a, like a soft focus lens over the aperture. And, you know, I just wondered if, you know, that's been your sort of experience with others or that prescribed medication can actually, you know, uh, add another filter that prevents you from, you know, uh, movement towards non-duality or you know is another barrier to the to, to you know growth or whatever well i've never had a i've never taken any medication but i've worked with a lot of people yeah and uh you know in duality in a sense there's always going to be a payoff cost yeah so the payoff is maybe you won't kill yourself but the cost is you're not going to feel fucking much. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, what I found with a lot of prescribed medications, it's harder to get off of that than, you know, street drugs really. And you need to have to, you have to take another medication to get off the first one. And then you got to take a third to get off. You know what I mean? And it's a very, uh, it's like, once you step on the flypaper, each every move after incites the flypaper. Yeah. So yes. the best thing I think I always have a lot of respect for people who wean themselves off it, and maybe they can stay in abstinence where they don't have to go there anymore. Yeah. And of course, the action figure. Uh, we were talking in England in a joke and they call it clear film, but we call it saran wrap in America. But a lot of these drugs act almost like a muffler, yeah? So they muffle, they muffle, uh, 
the sense of onness in a way, the consciousness. They don't do consciousness, but they muffle the sense of it. You feel like you're drugged out. You, know? you feel like you're out to lunch. You feel like you've got a, a cloth over your face. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, everyone's on something, you know? It's amazing. It's really an incredible event here. And we were, I was talking to a lady doing another interview for some recovery thing today. I should look into it before I say yes, because I have no idea what they're doing, but I just did it. And we were talking about the addiction to me, the real addiction is the mental's addiction to the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the seer, this and stuff like that. And really, when you said change reality, you are changing a reality, not yeah. the reality. The reality doesn't change. But what we're taking to be real can change by just taking some pills or putting on some sunglasses. Yeah, that can be altered. But what we what what is can't be altered by any of our little shenanigans. And thank God, really. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm I'm all for it, bro. Stick with it. The action figure. If it, it's like, if let's say if someone woke up and they, they were diabetic, would they stop shooting insulin? No. Yeah. The diabetes is of the body. Yeah. Alcoholism is of the brain and body. And you need a way of life because the action figure is in, is in a structure of time. Things change. Lots of shit happens. More shit happens and on and on and on and on and on. And for some of us, we need a way of life, yeah? We need some sound principles so that the GPS, the old GPS of the action figure can get upgraded to another GPS, yeah? Let's, and we call that upgrade the higher power, so to speak. Yeah. So for me, in my sense, I had, when I started to use drugs and alcohol, I had magnetic appeal to people in uniform, like very fast. I attracted so much shit you couldn't believe. I mean, to get over, get run over once is pretty difficult, but getting over, run over twice in the same night by the same car <laughs> is a fucking unbelievable chore. And that was just one of thousands of things that happened. Yeah. And so it behooved, it behooved this action figure to get a new GPS, <laughs> definitely. And, uh, and because it's always on the move, I can't go in a garage that long. I'm living, you know? So way, I need a way of life, and AA's been that way of life for me. So I've been, I've entertained 32 years just recently, and uh, that which needed to be corrected has been corrected, yeah? Yes? And so, in yeah. other words, what was blocking the fuel injection line of the Toyota has been cleaned, yeah? Some new spark plugs were put in, some new tires. It's running pretty good. I wouldn't use it to be the first float of a, a great parade, but to get to places, to jump in water, to do this, to do that, it's just perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think there's just an acceptance that using antidepressants, for example, is okay. And I think in, this, in, in the work that you're talking about here, you don't want any uh, potential distractions or disruptions to what could be, you know, the download, so. Um. Well, if you can, but see, sometimes, you know, in the world of the action figure, you know, you, you, there's taxes to pay, and sometimes yeah. you have to rent 
the Caesars watch Caesars. So I had a woman who was in the program with me and we were house painters. We had a company and I was with, she was my major relationship. I was with her more than anyone else. And for the first five, for these first five years, she was an angry mofo sometimes. She would flip out, throw brushes and shit like that. Then she tried to kill herself. It didn't succeed. And they put her on Prozac. And I'll tell you, she was a nicer person to work with after that. So my old ideas had to be uh, changed because it, the, that, that was an upgrade for her. Something That helped her, yeah? So I don't know, you know? It's, yeah. It can go, go a lot of different ways, but I would, the optimum to me is abstinence. Mm. No mood-altering anything, yeah? Mm. Drugs, alcohol, yeah. Maybe some coffee and stuff or a nice raw dessert. Coco's still there, <laughs> but basically, pretty much abstinence from all that. Yeah, yeah. And the beautiful thing now is you can get established in never starting any of that shit, so you won't have to have thousands of skillful means to stop. Yeah, you just won't start, which is a beautiful state. Beautiful state. There's nothing you need to do there. Yeah. There's no need for skillful means. You're not starting. Yeah, you're sober, and that's that. Yeah, and you're free of the the uh, antidepressants. That's great. So, thanks, John. Mike. Mike, anyone here? No. What? What'd you say? Anyone else? No? I was asking if anyone uh, is. Oh, great. That's great. I'll just stare. I'm practice my loving gaze. Hold on. Mm. Oh, our friend James just raised his hand. Oh, all right. James, James. I unmuted you, James. Oops. He disappeared. James, are you in the room next door to my room? James, are you in the room next door to my room? I'm getting worried. It's sort of like that horror movie. He's, He's in the house. Inside the house. <laughs> I'm on He's in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I wanted was to get on and goof a little. No, I, I, uh, I tell you, um, yeah, I did just want to share um, that I, I could relate to the person who was talking about recovery and the Course in Miracles, and I really um, chewed on that stuff a bunch as what I what as what I'm not. You know what I mean? And um, it. I really credit a lot of, um, it started with listening to Paul's videos, but these sessions have really helped me sort of um, obtain a little bit more of that third person view of, of James. And I, I kind of feel like a course does the same thing as the videos do. They, it, 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 it talks to you so much that something gets through. But it's really yeah. one little thing. That's all it's trying to say is one little thing over. I don't know how many pages that book is, but. 
you know, you can take five years. It's still trying to say just that one. It's just trying to get that one sperm through. <laughs> just that. Yes. Or that one pair of shoes that fits. And, um, and these deals really help. I don't know how. It, it, it's like when the urge to drink disappeared. It was like, um, I, I, may, I, I likened it to a headache going away. You don't know really when it disappears. You just know that it's not there anymore. And yeah. a little bit of what Paul's talking about for me is like that. Uh, some, some of this stuff I just notice isn't there anymore. <laughs> or the sine waves have gotten a lot more. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm talking on topic or not, but I just want a chance. I, I, it's just so cool to be able to share with you guys so much. Um, I'm getting all perclumped now. <laughs> hey James, James, maybe we're in a we're attempting artificial semination. I think we are. I think I. Yeah. Well, you know, we're all I can come up with are with probably not appropriate things to share in mixed company. But I just think that there's a lot of potential for T-shirts with that stuff. You know, the that particular metaphor. Well, I'll tell you, the spiritual <laughs> sperm, the spiritual sperm. You got to have the right audience for that to work. Well, you know, I just decided not, that it was like a certain, uh, certain, uh, <laughs> certain, certain events. It didn't go well. No, <laughs> I decided to just, I just decided to, to let it happen, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the person, it doesn't hit them until they leave. Then you can hear them talking about it. What the fuck did that guy say? She, you I never heard those two words. I never heard those two words together. Spiritual spirit. <laughs> it, it, was, it, was one of the, it was just one of the things that worked for me. You know what I mean? Like you would never hear Rupert Spira talk about spiritual sperm or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when I met, you know, when I started listening to your videos, it was like, okay, this is a voice that speaks in, <laughs> in language that I can understand. Yes, it's a... Uh... I don't know what that says about me, but that, I'm just telling you, you know that. <laughs> well, we appreciate you a lot, James. Yeah, I appreciate you guys so much. I have to stay up late for this, so I'm a little, I'm a little over-caffeinated. Sorry. Well, we y'all. really, really appreciate you. It's, uh, you're almost like a live member of a, of a Zoom. Yeah, you guys have become we're like at, community. We're at a live meeting. I miss the live meeting uh, fellowship sometimes with this. I, yeah. I, I just talked to a guy that's going back to AA meetings now, which I think is a little premature to be honest with you, but I live in Florida where it's like, I, I don't even want to start about that, but the whole thing is um, like, if this ends, I'll miss it. Oh, it's not going to end until uh, I come on and there's no one in any of the squares. All I see is me. That's probably I'll end it then. All right. I was on the verge of getting well, but I'm going to not get completely well. So, Please. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, well, to... just have, you know, compassion on the, on the messenger. Exactly. Yeah. And That's why we try to emphasize the humor. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> the humor is the humor you can come back for. Yeah. Well, Where it's not funny hear... when you're stuck in the middle sperm. of that hole. Where are you going to hear about spiritual sperm? The whole way of shitting fans, divine proctologists. I mean, you're not going to get this at a yeah. Pooper scooper. Pooper scooper for sure. All this, yeah. 
You're not gonna get it. Yeah. I do think you need um <laughs> I do think you need a vase with a little tulip or some little flower though there or something, but whatever. You don't have it's okay. I'm not judging. Yeah, we got a lot of fun. Yeah. Well listen, we're uh, there is a suggestion box at the end the end you know, at the end of the talk. I never see them, but yeah, just you can put yeah, them in. You don't read them. <laughs> no. No. Does Mike read them? All right, Jake. <laughs> it's good to see you. Mike yeah, I guess yeah. so. All right. That's why, we, that's why we got him to stop tapping his foot because somebody did email oh, yeah, him. That, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing oh, no, that. Mike. That's just, that's post traumatic cocaine use. Yeah. I, before I sign or, off, I was watching it's Shakti. Shakti. Shakti's running through my left leg, or it's restless leg syndrome. I don't know which. I'll say it's Shakti. Uh, we, we paused one of your videos and started staring at your leg once. My daughter was like, because I was, I used to keep you on a loop on Saturday, and she'd be like, oh, Paul. <laughs> she'd walk by. Mm. But I was like, oh, check out his leg, because I'd never really seen it, you know, and you're wearing shorts, and we, so we paused it, and we were, so it's kind of creepy, I know, but we've done shit like that. Yes, yes. Well, I'm going to move on with that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm not going to start showing you my scars and my legs. You know. it's, they're there on your videos. Yeah, they are. <laughs> All right, let's go, James. Go ahead, James. Thank you. If no one has any questions, I'm just going to look at everybody. Yeah? Let's see. Phoenix, Chantel, am I saying? Phoenix has his hand up. He had his hand up before. Oh, Phoenix, too. all right. Or she. Phoenix, is that the city? Or? I'm here. Can you hear me? Joyce looks very comfortable. Oh, Phoenix. All right. Phoenix, how are you? Good, man. How are you? I know you well. Good. <laughs> I've been listening to you. Hi. been listening to you on the YouTube for probably a year or so and studied Vedanta for a while and I never found anything that resonated so much. But, you know, Jesus Christ, man, the addiction to the mental state sucks. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, um, you know, the, the mental state is just making something. If you if you become a nihilistic or depressed, the, the mental state is just making something of the message, which is like yes. how, do you, how do you get relief from this mental state, you know? I mean, there's nothing it can do to get relief from itself, so. No, but you definitely will get relief from it for sure because it's our interest in it that gives it its weight and light, yeah? It's almost like the power of projection. The projection is based on the light. We are the light, let's say. And the mental state is sort of setting up a situation where attention and interest is, is drawn to this idea. And then that light is used to project the idea. Yeah. When you lose interest in the you, the light gets withdrawn. Yeah, so the projection can't go as far and can't last as long. Yeah, it weakens, it weakens it. So now the interest and attention, instead of being enslaved to that idea of projecting this story, it's now here to enrich your day and maybe other people's day. Yeah. Well, I mean, something's yeah. always projected, right? I mean, hmm? Yes, of course. With the dreaming. All that is, all there is, is dreaming. Yes, but there's a, 
Uh, you know, there's a lot of holes in the dreaming, a lot of holes, yeah? And the mental state just jumps over them and forgets. But the, 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 uh, the eroding of its own, its own platform is constantly there, yeah? In other words, it constantly has to pace, copy and paste, copy and paste, copy and paste. Yeah, it's exhausting, really. Yeah. So who or what so is dreaming? So if you lose interest, hmm? so Who or what is dreaming? Eh? Who or what is dreaming? Mind is dreaming, yeah. And then we're cast as a dreamt, yes. So mind forgets it's dreaming. By, t by seemingly being identified as the dreamt, yeah? And that's how the dreaming gives, is given a reality or a real meaning. That's why when you lose interest in the dreamt, yeah? Then the reality that's being lent to the dreaming is, is shifted, yeah? Yes. So then the meaning that's been given to the dreaming gets withdrawn and a lot of that meaning rests in what? Yeah, that's the sense of presence, so to speak. If this isn't a tactile sense of onness, uh, it's not gonna. It, it's got it's it's it turns into a sense feltness. Yeah, there's an intimation, like a tactile inter, in, intimation of of nothing. Let's say. That can only come to the surface by interest and attention. Yeah, it's always there, but by in its interest and attention, it can really seem to be here. Yeah, it's always there, but it doesn't matter. A lot of people, it doesn't matter, it's always there. There's an unawareness of it. Yeah, but when the attention and interest is leaves the preoccupation of what you're not, then it's here to sort of. Uh, rub against that which is always here, you know, to sense it. So, so the, 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 the problem then is I know that what I'm not is trying to wrestle with the message and make it into, and, and, uh, and, and try to, as you say, losing interest is interest. Trying to lose interest is interest. Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that, that the conundrum you can't get out of. Well, that's beautiful because if you if you can't get out of, it's going to finally lead to entertaining. Am I in? <laughs> and when you see the getting out, the real information is: Are you in? Yeah, the in. When the in come comes under suspicion, there's no opposite of that. Yeah, the in is has the opposite of out, but before the in, there's no in and out. Yeah. So the peace is before the bondage, the peace. What the peace that comes after the bondage is going to lead to another sense of bondage and peace and bondage and peace. Yeah. But the, be the peace before all understanding is, is, has no dualistic. Uh, it's not a dualistic slinky. That just is. Yes. There's no opposite here. Right. There's no acquiring and losing. There's no finding and losing. There's no arriving and the departing. 
None of that's going on. It's the idea of the reality of the in produces a movement to get out, which is that that's the slinky, yeah? This message cuts that off. You're not in. There's no need to get out. So the dualistic engine, which needs that first little oomph to get going, isn't being given that oomph, yes? You're the oomph. When you believe you're in something, that's the oomph of the drive to get out. And then when the out, there's the old gravitational pull of the believe you're in something. And then the one to get out, yeah? Without you oomph, that slinky doesn't go. You see it, but it's totally, it's, it doesn't have, it's not dragging any of you with it, yeah? Because it's, you're before, before it. You're not, the in and, there's no in and out in what we are, yeah? So there's a triggering of the, the triggering of wanting to get out is a believing you're in. Now, trying to stop, all right, I'm going to not try to get out, doesn't fucking work. Seeing that you're not in works, yeah? When, you're, when there's a belief you're in something, and then you try to use a philosophy that says, well, there's no need to get out, and you're really fucked, but you're just holding on to this, I, this conceptual idea, that doesn't work. Not being in works, yeah? Because the engine doesn't get started, yeah? In other words, a non-conceptual seeing is what you're saying, sounds like. Of course. Or it's the seeing of concepts. Yeah. The seeing of concepts isn't conceptual, no. It's not as far as you think. It's not as far away as we think. No, I, mean, I can clearly <laughs> it's see. There. It's, so, it's so here that it's, we don't see it in a way. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the joy of being the butt of the joke, really. Right. Having never left where I am, I, I thus never, never arrive where I'm not. Exactly. And therefore, you know, there's no packing involved. <laughs> That's the thing. That which is agitated can't produce stillness. It's more agitation. Like it says in a famous Zen treatise called Faith Mind. You can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's one to do i don't know see it yeah yeah cool man yeah thanks nice to see you yeah. friend thanks for the talk thanks for the questions thank you and yeah. our our joyce wants to make up for not asking a question next last week she has her hand up i'm a meeting uh, you you encouraged me, Paul. Okay. Um, like a, you could be seen maybe as a questionaholic. So you never <laughs> make it two weeks without a question. I've been very good. <laughs> I haven't asked anything. It's a setup anyway. I kind of know what you're going to say, and it, it's not going to be good. But okay, I'm, I'm here on we lockdown. Love you, Joyce. 
We love you, Joyce. Anyone who was swimming in the same lake as I was in North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was swimming recently in the ocean, and I got beat up by a wave really bad, and I can't walk now. My lower back is really screwed up. Yeah. So I'm sitting here, you know, weeks without being able really to move much, and also on lockdown and everything else. So instead of enjoying this time, I'm worried that I'm not doing enough. You were at the TAT retreats. That's where I met you. And at the TAT retreat, yeah. people go into these cabins and they don't eat and they meditate 23 out of 24 hours and something happens. So in my <laughs> <laughs> years ago, I tried to, I mean, I, I guess I just don't have the will anymore. Of course something's going to happen. If you sit 23 hours, something's going to happen, yeah. <laughs> what? If you don't sit 23 hours, something's going to happen. <laughs> anyway, I'm going back and forth. It might be my Catholic background. Um, but I, I, I feel like it's hopeless to do anything. But if I'm not doing something, I feel like I should because I got the time. I've well, gone around the world for do something that, honey, honey, Joyce, maybe do something that hasn't been given so much meaning. You know what I mean? You always tell me to watch Netflix. Watch Netflix, uh, you know, just do something, but don't, something that you haven't given much meaning to. But the spiritual way is like a, a minefield to you, really, yeah? Yeah. There's been a lot of importance buried under the ground, and then you've got to step gingerly, or you're going to blow yourself up by not doing enough again or something, yes? Yeah. Hold on one second. Sorry. I'm on a call. I'll be right there. Um, yeah, I mean, the good thing in all this is that I really am I'm not motivated anymore, which is what you've been trying to get me to do forever. Well, now it's worked. <laughs> Great. Great. Fantastic. Why not let it just go that way? See what happens. What, what's going to come up is old ideas, yeah? Yeah. Yeah? The why nots and you shouldn't, they're going to show themselves. They're not you. Why not sort of let them uh, come into the light and get reconfigured? They're not serving you anymore, eh? Yeah, I just wish I had more peace about it. I guess that's it. And I can't make that happen. Well, just maybe ask who is it that wishes that has more peace. And may, if it's not you, you won't be hung up on that because it's not you that wishes it's not you that wishes it has more peace. It isn't. Yeah? So who cares? That's good. Okay. Now I'm going to try to... Wait for Where are you the, living, Joyce? Wait a minute and be grateful for the peace that you have. Why not? Yeah? Where are you living, Joyce? Yeah, where are you living <laughs> now? I'm sorry, but I'm with a fa uh, community in Woodside. Woodside, and I'm in quarantine. They don't we'll know drive, it. We'll drive, we'll drive down and do an intervention on you. <laughs> they don't know that you, they don't know that you're in their house That's i'm in their rv i can't go in their house i'm being quarantined <laughs> the people i'm in a house in woodside they don't know i'm here <laughs> joyce you know don't you ever meet people that are too hard on themselves and if they yeah. saw themselves through your through your eyes you would give them a huge amount of permission just to be okay. Yeah, well, just, yeah. we're doing 
we're doing that for you right now, yeah? Even though that hook is familiar, you don't have to put your head on it, yeah? Just, yeah. It's time to get off and life has more things in store for you. Yeah? The beating of oneself days are over. Yeah, the beating of oneself days are over. Yeah? I mean, yeah. you've been on that castle. The invitation is to get off long ago. So just get off, you know? It doesn't have to be a face with a ceremony. Just and unceremoniously <laughs> get off. Yeah. 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 I hear you, really. It's a good reminder. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Joyce. Love you. you um, Nick, Nick is up from his phone. I'll unmute him. He texted me to say he would raise his hand, so I'm unmuting him now. You still there, Nick? Nick? Where Maybe he's muted himself or something. Can, can you hear me? Oh, here we go. There we go. Paul, yes, yes, we can hear you. Um, I got I got nothing. I, I think I had something, but far way gone. <laughs> um, so well, what the hell was it? Oh, uh, yeah, I, it was early on and nobody was asking any questions and I didn't, I didn't want you to stop early. So I came in here to be your bugaboo and throw some, uh, some softballs up to keep you around. <laughs> I like the, I like the, the fire that the, that, that the logs already lit and uh, stop trying to reignite it. Just enjoy the warmth. I think that was a new one. So um, something hit me that like these talks are, just enjoying the warmth. Yes, yeah. And then, and then, what came in after that was yes. After the talks is also enjoying the warmth. The the warmth is kind of inherent. It it only ever seemed to get lit, lit, and it only ever seemed to be enjoyed. Yeah, I feel like um, you know the all the evidence that was necessary has already been in. Yeah. 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 You don't have to wait in the courtroom for the verdict. <laughs> All your transgressions have been annulled. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the warning, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we've got Pat that's in chat asking to ask a question. Pat in uh, chat? Uh, so I'm, I'm here in Vancouver, Canada. Oh. Really grateful for the opportunity to participate with all of you. And Paul, I've been listening to you for years since I first heard you on the Buddha at the gas pump interview. And uh, oh, wow. which a goes, while ago. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciate you and your message. And uh, I know you don't use the word healing. But I actually feel like uh, it's a healing message. Um, so I, I feel like the body is really the sticking point because it's somewhat easier to see thoughts as just being fleeting and passing and emotions, they come and go. And, you know, all of, but the body, the body seems to be this like solid continuous, never fleeting, never going, you know, it's so, but I, I understand in the way I 
I understand your point. I'm really glad that I heard what you said tonight. So I sort of feel like, um, just like H2O has different uh, properties. So H2O can be like water vapor, but it can also be solid as ice, but it's really the same substance. So I sort of feel like the body is just like the, the solid state of the, the solid manifestation of the mental state. And uh, so I, I, love your, I love your idea of just like, oh, just so much pressure on the body and just putting importance on the body. It's more than the body can handle. I so appreciate that. And I really am so intrigued by placebo, the placebo effect. And there's actually, yeah. and there's something called the nocebo effect, which is the opposite where if someone's led to believe something negative, their body will manifest that from the yes. from the And so I feel like um, even though you don't put emphasis on it, I myself have, I'm not going to say, oh, Paul, I've had a physical healing, but I do feel like your traveling lighter message really uh, translates into some relief of the body and all its psychosomatic uh, oh, yes. you know yeah because see it's being used it's almost been enslaved to represent something that it's it can't it's not it's it's not equipped to play that role yeah uh, it's not equipped to be the center of the universe it's not equipped to be an object that's thought about that much <laughs> It really isn't. It doesn't go well. Yeah. And look at what happens. All of the things that are being produced by this overbearing weight put on the poor body. Right. Yeah. Of what? being you and what? having the, all the sins and all the omissions and all the committed things, all you representing it. And also in the, from the course's view, the representation of guilt for separating from the the, the you know that which w it was never separated it's just an imaginary feeling that you did something to separate from god and, right. and the body is used as a form of something to be punished and shit like that Where's, yeah it's insane i know the body is just innocent right it's, it's, it's yeah i would say it's neutral it doesn't have an opinion <laughs> that's for sure i mean it has preferences It'd rather sit in a warm seat than a cold seat. But when you think about how so much disease is like stress related, so people people seemingly yes. suffer, and when when you seemingly suffer, it feels like you're fucking suffering, right? Whether yes. it's heart disease or and also the constant inflammation, which is agitation. Yes, right. Anxiety. The inflammation of the body is really, I would say. Uh, a matter it's like a picturing of the constant agitation the mental state is in really so, I so it's ripping up it's like the ember never lets is never let to go out it's constantly <laughs> and so there's inflammation and the of course that's that's the cause of a lot of and then again the the, uh, the antihistamines is causing more problems because of the overreaction action of the autoimmune system, mm -hmm. all because you've been taken to be something that you're not. Right. <laughs> It's all crazy. Oh, for sure.
know, I just want to again say, like, I do feel, even though you don't use the word healing, I feel like your message is healing for the the body, the action figure, just because there's such a oh, fresh and perspective on it. So thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Well, that's an aspect of traveling lighter here. Yeah. yeah. Traveling lighter is the body's left to his own devices, and it has a certain, and you know, a lot of things, you know, well, I'm gonna go off on opinions here, but in this world, we give a lot of name to a lot of things, yeah? We name things, and that gives them a, a, a power. And then there's a lot of overdiagnosis. I mean, there's tons of possibilities that would come and go if you weren't constantly looking to fucking name something, yeah? My view, seriously. So uh, this message does, where the value of the message is, is here not in awareness awareness doesn't need to be aware of itself <laughs> it is but where awareness doesn't seem to be aware of it's valuable so the message is valuable here that's why we our whole presentation isn't enlightenment or nirvana it's traveling lighter really that's the whole point so what happens is something is allowed to do for the body what the body couldn't do yeah because of the mental fucking preoccupation so something uh you know when when this was seen as me it was like an urban renewal project yes constant investigation suspicion surveillance and when all of that surveillance was lifted when i saw i'm not that it was the best fucking day for the body completely mm -hmm. You don't have to be. It was, it was like hallelujah that yeah. the body. You don't have to be hyper vigilant. Hallelujah. Right? You don't what? have to be hyper vigilant all the time. Oh, no, no. That's just obsession with self. And the idea of, of a placebo should give you a, a strong indication that this is dreaming, obviously. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you can get the same results that a pill would give you with sugar, a sugar pill. Because it ain't the pill, yes? Exactly. This is dreaming. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I don't know how they can step over these obvious indications of, of the reality of this place. How do they fucking uh, talk around the idea of placebo? <laughs> yeah, placebos work just as, 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 as a higher percentage of working than the pill does. Give me a break. What does that imply? That this isn't a real place. We're giving it all the meaning it has. Exactly. Why does it see these statements are meant to create a to 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 afford a leap? It's not just a statement. What does a placebo indicate? There's something up going here. Yeah. In a real place, a placebo would have no real effect. Yeah? Because it's there's nothing. But it isn't a real place. This is dreaming. And that which is dreaming, if it believes sufficiently, it can make fucking water, wine out of water. It can do whatever. Yeah? Because there's no distinction between wine or water. They're both empty. They've been given meaning. Yeah? By what? By some divine thing? What is that but us? Yeah. 
we're never going to observe that we're dreaming. We're in the activity of dreaming. Wow. There's no break until this thing ends, seemingly, as the body. You'll get, there's not a moment you're not dreaming here. <laughs> it's so, it's such a state of our being. It doesn't exert, it's not sweating. It's, there's no effort in it. It's not trying to dream. It's dreaming. It's imagining. It's projecting. Yeah? And then it's sitting here and watching it. Yeah? I, I say to people, if we were at the movies together and something went wrong with a movie, we wouldn't expect the projectionist to come down with a ladder and prop it against the screen and try to fix the picture. We'd be saying, fix the projector, right? Yeah, yes. Yes. You know, fix the projector. Or maybe when you take the break in the movie, you'll see you're the, you're the movie watching a movie. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. There's a great one that Ramana would say. He said, you know, a lot of people get to this point. They're sitting in a theater and they're seeing the unreality of everything. But there's an assumed reality given to them seeing, sitting in the theater. The dreaming is... You're always in the, the dreaming. You, you appearing as the dreamt is never appearing outside the dreaming. Yes? Yes. That's the beauty of it. So there's always an assumption, I am the observer or the witness. No, that's the dreaming, 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 dreaming. There's no, this is not going to transcend the dreaming. This is in and of the dreaming. What can be perceived is of the dreaming. Yeah? So what can be perceived cannot be perceiving. What can be perceived cannot be the dreaming. This is the dreamt. Thank you, Paul. Yes, thank you, honey. And yeah. Yeah, thank you both. That was like a breath of fresh air to the idea of healing. It was wonderful. Anybody else want to raise their hand? We can go soon, eh? I see no other hands. Mary, easy. Mary, remember, let's not take ourselves too, too seriously. Yeah? All right, good. Let me see her. Hey, honey, what's Bana? Bonnie? Yes? Hey, it's Bonnie. Let's see you. Like the other Bonnie. How's it going? Good, good. I just want to say hello to everyone. I think we're going to end up, unless there's another question. Kathy down here, nice to see you. Kathy? Hi, Paul. Thanks for having hey. us. Appreciate that, oh, thank it. For, thanks so much for having me. George, nice to see you. Nico, I don't want to disturb you. You look very happy. Just chill out. Chill out. Dylan. Paul, this is Tom. Drew, where's Tom? He's on the phone. I'm the phone guy. You know, I just look like a phone. I can't raise my hand. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks to all the people who had uh, questions, uh, probably questions that I might come up with at some point, but I'm new to this and I'm, I'm uh, very interested. 
Well, great, man. Just come back. We got a. We have another one on Saturday at one thirty Pacific, and we have one on recovery tomorrow at ten thirty a.m. Pacific time. Tuesday, ten thirty a.m. And we're going to continue until we don't. So, you're more than welcome to join us. Every meeting has a link on the website zenbitslap.com. You just hit the link; it'll tell you how to get on. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm uh, off the grid, so I do have a flip phone uh, that I keep right next to my Atari and my Pong game. Um, but uh, yeah, so uh, this, is it the same meeting number if I call in? This one yeah. has the same meeting number. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday. Oh, okay. So, so what time on Thursday? I'm sorry to take the time, but so Thursday's a different meeting um, number. Thursday's different. Tuesday and Thursday are 12 step reflections. Uh, do you want to just text me, John? Do you have a number? Or call me? I missed Tom that. Has Tom has my number, so we can take care of this offline. All right, great. Oh, okay. That would be good. I'll call you. Okay. All right. We'll see you soon. Or we won't see you okay. soon. All right. Thank first. you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Good night. Nice to see you, Fritz. Nice to see you, Richard. Styling with the hat, overlooking uh, Jupiter, I think. I don't know. Joyce has switched positions. The people must have come home. She's now in the closet. Stacy. <laughs> hey, hey, man. The nice family. I'm so happy. I've known you guys for quite a while. Quite good to see you. Yeah. Looking forward to going back to L.A. soon. Right on. Yeah. Fritz. Nice to see you. Celia, Izzy, I love your little artwork, Izzy. Nice to see you. We're going to talk to you afterwards, Izzy. We got Luca. Luca, don't jump. What is that? There's a giant animal there. Forget it. <laughs> All right. We have Chantal. Chantal, is that how to say it? Nice to see you. Joyce again, Brahmi. Rami, I, the background, uh, yeah. I got some art I can sell you. It'd be nice. <laughs> it's my wall. I'm in a little tiny place in India, so that's what we get. Oh, oh, it's a nice <laughs> wall. Yeah. It's nice. Thanks for, thanks for uh, visiting us from India. Absolutely. Thanks so much for all you're giving us, Paul. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. My pleasure. Yeah. There's plenty of that where it comes from. Tons. Infinite Reservoir. Brandy, you got a, yeah, you're actually in a room. That's pretty good. Donna. Hey, yeah. Paul. George. Hey, I'm gonna, hey, Paul. Yeah. 